All right, guys, what is up? Welcome to the hashtag Sweat Local CLT podcast. I am Deuce. And today, um, continuing on with our COVID conversations, we have Rachel Struble here. Rachel, say hello. Hello, everybody. Um, Rachel, you've been a member here for four years. Yeah, time flies. Man, were you aware of that? <laughs> I, I knew it was a while, but I didn't really know it was four years. Um, cause I started out in boot camp. Um, yeah. so I was out in the grass on the, on mint street with Julie and, um, Chris, uh-huh. um, and Stu. And so it, yes, Curry, yeah. Mike, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of us old people still around yeah, that's, um, and it's uh, all, all through different phases. God, 2016, four years ago. It seems like, uh, now with everything going on, it seems like so long ago. Uh, yeah it it sounds more like 14 years ago than four years ago Monday Uh, is a long time in the past right so so we got here four years ago how long have you been in Charlotte are you from Charlotte I'm not from Charlotte um I'm a Navy brat so moved around a lot um but before I came to Charlotte I was in Florida for about seven years right um and so I moved up here in fall of 2012 Cool. Um, so it'll be eight years nice. in December. Um, and that's, it's actually the longest I've ever been somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess that makes me kind of a charlatan now. Yeah, you're like, this is my home, I guess, compared to everywhere <laughs> else. This has to be it. Pretty much, yeah. But um, yeah, is, I your, have... is your family, are they still in Florida? So no, my parents actually live here in Charlotte. Nice. Um, so my dad and I work for the same company, um, which, is, which is interesting. Um, but it's nice having them here, um, uh-huh. since I'm, a, I'm an only child. So, um, close to my mom growing up because it was just her and I for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're in Valentine's. So they've been getting a lot of the baked goods that I've been baking since I can't bring right. them into the office. So I have, a I have a freezer full of frozen cookie dough balls. <laughs> um, so I can have fresh cookies whenever I want, which is both a good and a horrible thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's why I have been doing the workouts on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah. Motiv- hey, whatever keeps you moving, you know, if it's exactly. hey, one cookie and I do a couple workouts, I get all even out. Yeah, it works out. So if, if anyone needs like any baked good, there's a high probability I have something in my freezer already. <laughs> um, or if they have a recipe, they need me to test out. I can do a socially acceptable drop off. <laughs> um, just a, Give me a little bit of warning so I can make sure I at least have enough flour and eggs for it. So we, you've been here for, so moved here in 2012. Yep. What led you to us in 2016? Yeah, so it was a combination of things. I work uptown, so I would drive by the location like all the time. I would see people out running, lifting weights, whatever. And um, I had just finished a program where I lost about 50 pounds. Um, and I was tired of those workouts. I wanted something, you know, that keep me motivated and engaged. Um, and then, you know, meeting people my own age, because at the time I lived in Valentine and I was commuting uptown every day. Yeah. So social interactions, not quite there. Right. Um, because, um, I 77 traffic is a mess. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I saw, saw them, you know, I think Stu at the time was doing some type of special. Mm-hmm. um to join in so it's great you know that he does those programs allow people to have like a sneak peek yeah. from and everything I was hooked I love the community um the coaches um Sarah and I went back and forth for a while trying to figure out what type of membership um would be best for me 
Um, so I really appreciated the flexibility even from that early, early stage about modifications on all aspects of fitness from, yeah. you know, accessibility and, you know, mobility standpoints. Right. Um, and at the time I wasn't running as seriously. Um, yeah. So I so had more time. That was going to be my next question. So whenever yeah. I was thinking about this, I was like, whenever I think about Rachel, my first thought is always how much you run. Yes. <laughs> you, so before, when did, so for those of you that don't know, Rachel runs a lot, like a lot. She runs more in just a, one weekend probably than I do all year put together, which <laughs> to be fair, isn't very hard, but still it's a lot of running. Um, yeah. When did that start for you? Like, has it been your whole life? You just always love to run or was it something more recent that you got into? Yeah. So fun fact about me is I played soccer a lot. Um, you know, through, you know, everyone does like the peewee soccer and I follow that up pretty much through middle school, you know, realized, Hey, I'm not that good of an athlete. Um, so that's when it started getting competitive and not as much fun. Um, so I've always liked to move, you know, in different ways. I like just going out and exploring through running so that it's always kind of been there, but I didn't really seriously start running, um, until I moved up here. It would have been just like going around campus at school um, just more of a, okay, I don't want to gain the fit freshman 15. Let me right. you know, move yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. Uh, when I'm not doing cardio Zumba. Uh, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> dancer, so that I was not good at that. Um, but yeah, picked it up here, you know, when I moved up to Charlotte more competitively. And I will fully admit I am a middle of the pack runner. I am not going to be out winning um, any races um, or anything. I like distance over speed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so eight years, give or take. Gotcha. Um, and what's so, that? Yeah. So like you're, so for those of you that don't know, when I say Rachel runs a lot in a weekend, explain. So the one I'm thinking about is like when, when you go to Disney, like that's the one I always think about, <laughs> right? And it's the three yeah. days. And what are the races again? Or four days, excuse uh, me. Yeah, the four days. So there's a challenge in... Well, sometimes it's three days. I will, okay, fully admit. There are different, different types of Disney levels you can do. And the main one that's the crazy one that everyone gives me a lot of crap about is called the Dopey Challenge. Uh -huh. um, so it's four days of running. And each of these races start between 5 and 5.30 in the morning. So for context here, I will be doing a 5K on one day. The next day I'll wake up again at 3 a.m. to do a 10K. Next, I'll wake up to do a half marathon and then a marathon. So that's oh. about 43-ish miles. My math's kind of failing me right now in four days. I'll trust you on it. I'm not going to check your math. It's, yeah. yeah. It's a lot. My niece says it's a lot now. So we'll see what happens next year. Have you, uh, so during this time, like during this quarantine, have you been mm -hmm. running at all? I have. Cool. Um, not not as much as I usually do. Um, trying to take advantage of, you know, the time to slow down, let my body heal. Yeah. Um, listen to you guys when you say you need to <laughs> calm down um, a little bit. So I, to put in perspective, before quarantine, I'd be running anywhere between 30, 25 to 30 miles mm. a week. And now I'm shooting more between 15 and 20. Gotcha. Um, just getting up, moving in some way covering my watch actually so I don't see how fast I'm going yeah um, and just you know relaxing and just it's been beautiful out here um 100%. luckily it hasn't been super hot um it's been pretty nice running weather minus these storms yeah um that we've had in the pollen 
that was that was a nightmare um it's it's very confusing now i'm like i don't know if i'm sneezing because i have allergies or like (laughs) did i should i have worn my mask the other day like i don't know what's going on i ran at lunch yesterday and i I don't normally run when the sun's up um so i was running past dilworth elementary school and people were out walking and i sneezed and i thought i was about to get shot does everybody turn to Uh, you yes it was her she was the one i'm sorry guys don't let her get away yeah, one, I'm like 30 feet from any of you guys. So how you heard me sneeze, I don't know. I think we all have like spidey senses now for this. Um, but, but yeah, it was, it was fun. So yeah, I'm very glad the pollen's calmed down so I can breathe again. Yeah, it's funny. The other day, Julie was looking at my knee and I, uh, I had a cough and I was trying to hold it in. I was like, I don't want to cough. Mm-hmm. I, just hold it in. I don't want anybody to think I'm sick. And so finally, I was like, hang on a second. I got a cough. I promise I don't have coronavirus. Like, I'm okay. Yep. Um, yeah. That's so funny. So now, and I think this is, I think you're in a very interesting position right now. So mm-hmm. obviously throughout this, whether you are aware of this or not, we've seen a lot of it. A lot of people have seemingly just become runners overnight with everything. Going yeah. On, right. Just because, you know, obviously lack of equipment, gyms are closed. Running's always the easiest low barrier entry. Like all I need is a pair of shoes. That's it. Ooh, yeah. um, people who are running, like people who are just starting. And I think there's a lot of people who are like getting into marathons who have never mm-hmm. trained for a marathon. What yeah. is the advice you have for somebody who's training for a longer distance run for the first time? Okay. So there are, there are three things that I would recommend. Um, one is make sure you find the right pair of shoes. Um, you're going to be on your feet a lot. And I know it's hard right now because a lot of the run stores are closed. Yeah. Um, but really do your research um, about how to, you know, self, you know, assess like what your foot needs and um, read different reviews that people have had about what type of shoes you need, because don't go running in your Metcons. Um, that, that, <laughs> that's an awful idea. It's okay for like the short runs we do at the gym. Yeah. Anything more than run, a mile. Oh no. Trust me. You won't feel it when you're running, but you will feel it later and it'll destroy your shins and knees. Yeah. Um, I know Run For Your Life is doing, I believe, like consultations, kind of mm-hmm. like how we're talking now. Yeah. Um, so I definitely recommend taking the time to invest in a good pair of shoes. Um, Nike, love them. They might not be your best bet. Yeah. Um, I run in Hoka's, um, and it took me a while to figure that out, that that's a good brand for me. Um, I know I'm on the crazy end, and I go through about four pairs a year. Really? Um, I do. Yeah. I'm really hard on my shoes and I run a lot. Um, yeah, that makes sense. You know, you're putting that many miles on them. Obviously they're going to, they're going to wear down eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So pay attention to those. Don't wear old sneakers um, and so forth. So I would definitely recommend their shoes. Um, I would also don't, don't go out full blast. Um, yeah. Try, there are some great online resources, Hal Higdon, Jeff Galloway, about like plans on how to ease yourself into the mileage. Right. Um, if you ramp up too soon, you're going to run into, you know, wear and tear, stress fractures, which yeah. everyone has seen me in the boot uh-huh. for, for doing too much too soon. There's a rule of thumb that says don't more, add more than 10% per week yeah. um, in a mileage. So slow and steady is definitely the key when it comes to running about adding those miles. And most training programs for like a half marathon they're months long you know three months long it's not i start on the first and by the 31st i'm gonna be running you know a half marathon like right 
that, yeah, that doesn't like, happen. Even if you finish it, congratulations, you're going to be something you're gonna be toast. jacked up at the end of all this. Yeah, exactly. Right. You'll be like Rachel asking you guys, what do I do? And if <laughs> I can't do anything. Uh, so don't be like Rachel. Uh, listen to what she says, not what she does. <laughs> and then um, I guess nutrition would be the other one yeah. for both, you know, what you, you eat around when you run. And especially when you start running more than an hour, you need to eat while you run. Yeah. Um, so playing around with what your body likes um, takes some time. Um, some people that's, you know, just Gatorade, um, you know, they get that carbs, those carbs while you're mm -hmm. running. I do little, little honey stinger gels. Yeah. Um, so they're little chews. So it's like I'm eating gushers. Right. Um, so it, it took me a while to various results. I will not go into detail. About <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, just trying to figure out that because people don't think about that. You don't think about, you know, how to fuel your body while you're exercising. Right, especially when um, it's that long. Like it's one thing, you know, 20, 30 minutes, you're fine. But when we start yeah, our hour and a half efforts, like you need oh. something in the middle to keep you going. Yeah, or else you'll hit that wall that right. everyone in the running community talks about. And when it hits, it is not pretty. <laughs> it's, it'll, so, like for me, I feel like I have nothing left in my body. I can't do simple math, which you start counting down how many more miles you have yeah. it goes out the wall um and then you're kind of pretty much toast for the rest of the day yeah um as your body tries to recover from that right um so yeah i would just say be smart about it especially when it starts heating up um drink more fluids both before during and after well before during and after mm. um you know i have a really sexy tool belt that i wear with my <laughs> water bottles on it um, because I don't want to be that person passed out from dehydration. Um, were you, uh, were you ever a mustard packet person? Oh God, no. So yeah. So no. I, I wasn't really <laughs> aware of this. And then somebody was telling me, uh, Mark Madeira, actually, he was talking to me about one of his Spartan races and mustard packets during the Spartan race. And I was like, that sounds like the, that's the last thing I would want. <laughs> so like yes. Mustard, like just mustard in the middle of a run. <laughs> No, no, I, I don't recommend that. I definitely recommend going for like the goo packets or yeah. the honey singers or Gatorade endurance blocks. They provide all the electrolytes you need and they t taste a heck of a lot better than mustard. Right. It goes down <laughs> a little bit easier. Um, yeah. Awesome. So now with everything going on and we talked a little bit about before we started this podcast, me and you, um, this whole work from home thing. So obviously you got a work from home partner in your cat fits. <laughs> yep. How has, uh, how's everything been going for you as far as working from home? So I always said when I was working, I am an introvert. Mm. I, you know, it's okay if I'm not around people. Um, I'm you know, task oriented. I'll be fine. Um, totally different story when you're um, forced to work from home. Um, and I believe this is day 37. Yeah. Um, the only reason I know is because of the Instagram stories I do with my <laughs> each day, <laughs> showing what he's doing to help me. Um, but it really makes me realize how much I need to be around people. Um, you know, I use a lot of people use music to stay focused. I use conversation and just general office noise to help me yeah. focus. Um, so that helps. And, you know, learning how to use technology more. I am very old school. Um, for those of you who don't know, I work in the power utility, so we are not the most 
cutting edge, so to speak, when it comes to adapting new tools and resources. Um, so I take most of my notes on in a notebook. Yeah. Um, so trying to figure out, well, my team that I'm working with on my audit, we're all in different locations. We can't easily circle up to show like, hey, this is what I'm thinking um, on a piece of paper. So how do we translate that to to technology? So it's been interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm now maybe at the like the same savviness level as like a 50 year old person trying to use all this like either i'm I'm as good as like a 50 year old or like a four-year-old with an iphone that four-year-old with iphones right it's it's, Um, yeah my nephews they they're like five and three and they amaze me with this stuff i'm like See, what do you, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. What are you doing? Yeah, I panicked when you sent me a Zoom invite. I'm like, what is this? Oh, yeah. That's why I was like getting here. I was like, wait, why is this not working? What is going on? You yeah, know, I just but, everything. Oh, it's all good. We, we, we figured it out. It, we sure did. We made it work. Um, cool. Have you feel like, so with this, do you feel like you're sticking to your routine for the most part? Um, it, it took me a while to figure out how I could make my routine a new routine. Um, so th- there are definitely things that have changed. Um, it's it's hard, harder for me to log off at, uh, well, let me go back. I traditionally work seven to four. Um, and now I'm working like eight to six. Everything's kind of blending together. I don't know what time yeah. is anymore. So finding that work-life balance has been very hard. Yeah. Um, but I've started, you know, making a point of, okay, when I was in my routine, I would run in the morning about 5 a.m. and I would work out with you guys, 5.30. That was my jam. So I'm like, okay, at 5.30, I'm opening my app. I'm like, okay, it's workout time. I need to see Deuce, Stu, Julie, Hannah, whoever is in front front of the camera, um, you know, trying to put that routine back um, in my life. Yeah, I'm not in my my square, um, but I have a little area um, in my condo that, you know, is my dedicated spot. So routines are, are becoming new. Yeah. Um, still trying to, um, find what that rhythm is, but trying to give myself a little bit of grace too. you know, right. if it happens, yeah. it happens. If not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And I, I and you're definitely not alone on that. Um, I feel I've talked to a, a lot of people who are now working from home for the first time and mm-hmm. they're going to do the same thing as far as like logging off that's been the biggest thing that when I talk to people and like you know my girlfriend Courtney she's working from home now and she's doing a ton of work from home and she's the same way she's like well like I'm already here which is I'm already at home and finish this now or I could watch tv and watch the same show I've already seen like I guess I'll work for another hour and there's like some people I talk to like yeah yeah you know I just worked till like 10 o'clock last night and like dude just no unplug like just relax for a little bit yeah well you know it's bad when you're looking at your calendar and you're seeing the weekend and you're like dang it it's the weekend what am I gonna do (laughs) (laughs) because at least during the work week you know what to do yeah Um, but I I made the mistake of working through a weekend Um, a couple weeks ago we had an audit that was taking longer than it was supposed to we just had issues coming up and I'm like you know what I have I have a long weekend I don't have any plans I'm still here I mean I'm going to be 10 feet away from my computer so I work through the weekend but that made the next week so incredibly long and I did right. not know what day it was because every day was a work day for yeah. like 15 days yeah yeah 
Yeah. yeah don't recommend that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Find a routine as soon as possible. Even if it's a, even if it's a different routine, as long as it's something, some type mm-hmm. of structure a little bit, you can play around. Yeah. I think that's a big key. Yeah. Um, so without, you know, obviously I know you've been baking a lot. Right? <laughs> yep. Um, what else have you been doing during this to kind of pass the time? Eating a lot of avocado toast. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's been fun. And just, um, Taking taking a, a breath, yeah. I guess you know, enjoying time, trying to reprioritize things in my life. I know that's a really philosophical answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. but like reading a book, I have I can't remember the last time I read a book, um, right. instead of watching something on TV. But at the same time, catching up on Netflix shows or things like that that I haven't really given myself time to between the yeah. running and working and working out. Right. Um, and all that. And suddenly I'm at home and let me take advantage of that Netflix prescri- subscription I've been paying for for so long. What, uh, um, what have you been watching? Um, so a little bit of everything. Like I, I finally watched the cheer documentary that everyone uh-huh. was talking about and um, watched this ice skating show. Yeah. Um, but then I stopped because I learned it wasn't picked up for a second season. So I was like, I'm not committing to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then i still haven't watched tiger king yeah um, you, it's, 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 you know you, you can still enjoy it yeah I'll, I'll, the, I'll the excitement to. and the hype has worn off so, so now you actually might enjoy more i might and i used yeah. to i used to live in tampa which uh-huh. was in my high school was down the street from the big cat rescue oh no way um there yeah so i'm very familiar <laughs> with, <laughs> with that and i think that's probably why i haven't watched it um, uh, because I'm like, I don't know if I really want to know what was going on. <laughs> Everything that was happening there. Right there. Yeah. So there's that. So yeah, maybe, maybe I'll give it a shot and I'll, I'll open with high cool cats and kittens yeah, or however. Because I, I literally thought you were just being like funny when you posted that. <laughs> I was like, I have a cat. He's cool. He says hi. <laughs> Not knowing that that was like some type of social reference. Totally missed that. So... <laughs> If, uh, if you need, if, I don't know if you're into like trash reality shows, but if you need a trash reality show to watch, look up Married at First Sight on Netflix. Oh gosh, that sounds awful. So there's only one season on Netflix. It's season nine, but it was the season they filmed in Charlotte. So it's pretty interesting to watch this and like, you're like, oh yeah, like I know that place. Like I know that place. Like it's so dumb to sit there and be like, I've been there before, but also at the same time, it's so fun. (laughs) <laughs> it, uh, it, it was it was pretty funny we were sitting there and we watched it we ended up me and Courtney ended up finishing it but we're watching the first episode I'm like I I feel like I know this person like ah that person looks familiar and Courtney's like shut up you don't know that person like you don't know that person I think you're probably right I don't know that person and well I mean you probably passed so them in Harris Teeter yeah so eventually we get to the second episode and they like narrow it down to like the people who are going to be getting married and mm-hmm. I'm like dude I definitely know this guy and she's like, I don't think so. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do some research over here. And so, like, I yeah. figure out, like, his name. And I'm like, God, where did I know him from? And it turns out, like, back four years ago, I was his trainer for a little bit. And so I was like, wow, yeah. look at this. I told you I knew somebody. I actually knew someone. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, my gosh. So it, it was really fun to watch. It's a very interesting show, to say the yeah. least. The, the, I don't know if that's a concept I can get behind personally. No. Um, but it's, I think it's, I was a psychology major, uh-huh. um, in, in college and ended up in audit of all things, but it's always fascinating to me to see how people process and like rationalize that something is a good idea. Right. 
Um, so I think that fits right in there. So yeah. I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah. Maybe sure. I, maybe I've seen someone on the rail trail. Oh, definitely. Um, <laughs> that's what, now I keep waiting for that too. Now I'm like, I've seen all these people, like I want to see them in person. Like eventually when everything, when I can go back outside. Yes. <laughs> right. Hopefully not right now, dude. We'd have to have a whole different conversation about this. Um, so now, I mean, we're getting to this point to where at least for me and all of us here, like Stu and Isaac, I think we're starting to see kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll be, you know, me personally, I don't think it'll be May. I think it's like June 1st. Yeah, it's definitely right? going to be June. Yeah. And then even then, I, I don't know what it looks like as far as us from like a, a capacity standpoint, you know, whether we have to run 50% capacity or what it is. That's a, another bridge to cross yeah. when we get there. Um, but are, like, are you looking forward to coming back? I am. I'm definitely looking forward to coming back. I love, I know I haven't posted a lot lately, but I love seeing everyone's, you know, daily movement videos. Cause I'm yeah. like, Oh, I can at least see, you know, Leanne or I can see, you know, some other people, but, um, definitely looking forward to at least talking to someone besides right. myself and my cat. Um, so that's going to be great. And even, even just when I see like people from the gym out and about, you know, I, I've seen Stu, um, you know, at the farmer's market. And then I saw Julie when she was driving um and then saw curry on the rail trail and same with jt like just seeing people even from a distance and waving to them is great yeah. but i can't wait until we like catch up and like work out next to each other and just that you know sense of camaraderie and everything yeah. i really miss that and it, it's hard doing the you know the workout sometimes i'm like i really don't want to do another five burpees just don't tell me to do another five yeah. burpees but i'm like but you won't know if i do another <laughs> five burpees or not. Right. so i need that accountability like I'll just do three. No one, no one's okay, watching. It's, it's okay. Fine. I can round up at that point. Three, yeah. three rounds up to five. It's close enough. Right. Perfect. Yeah. I was joking with Stu. I was like, dude, I feel like when we come back, like the first week, the first ten minutes of every class just needs to be like, let people talk to each other. Yes. Please. <laughs> like, please. You yeah. guys sit down, have a conversation about what's been going on, and then we'll work mm -hmm. out a little bit. I will. I will sit in my square. And I will talk yeah. to everybody. Right. Everybody sit in their square and like with your hand sanitizer just in case. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't guarantee I won't complain that I can't reach the rings um, <laughs> or that the music is there. Eh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at least I could do that in person. Right. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. So hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully everything goes well next week when they start phase one and then. Yeah. Hopefully everything continues to be the way it is. Yes, people be smart and stay at home so we can get back in the gym and see everybody. Yeah, continue um, to follow the rules, yeah. people. Yes, I, and I'm a, I'm part German, so I'm a very big rule breaker. Not rule breaker. <laughs> oh my God, I am a really good rule follower. And I expect everyone else to, so we could have good things back and it'll be great. That's exactly right. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Rachel. Um, well, this has been super fun. I'm glad you came. Yes. I think uh, people are going to really enjoy this. It's been a great time. And, uh, I hope so. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you guys all back in here. So yeah. hopefully soon. Um, yeah. You awesome. guys think about what you want me to bake for you. So when you guys do open up, you know, I can, can bring a treat for y'all for being such good, good sports and helping us through this. Oh, we'll start brainstorming. You don't have to worry about yeah. that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rachel. Well, thank you for coming on. Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, y'all.